Welcome into the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show. Featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! You're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Bring it in. Let's bring it in. 402-464-5685. Start a human text line if you got something on your mind. You call in the Honda Lincoln hotline if you got something on your mind. <laughs> Lots to talk about. 77-65 Northwestern gets the win. The Huskers fall. Um, different phases, but the result is the result. Bach. Kind sir. First of all, your beard is looking fantastic. Well oh, done. Thank you, yeah. Maybe it's growing with the cold weather. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit. You know, I'm a little envious that I got this baby face and can't it <laughs> 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 can't do that, but I'm proud of you. Uh I'm impressed. So first <laughs> your first thought, what'd you see? Uh, well, I mean, as always, you always like the, the fact that they, they came back and made it a game there at the end. Um, so, you know, at least as, as far as the the crowd that might want to say that the, the team's given up on Fred or anything like that, that's, that's still uh, obviously that, that, that that's not happening. Um, the frustration once again comes up and something, I mean, <laughs> when you try to stick up for a team, and which I did uh, with their last outing against Northwest, and I said, you know what, if some team's going to hit seven out of eight three-pointers, sometimes it's just not your day. Well, I was proven wrong today. Northwestern once again got their season high, beat the previous season high, which was against Nebraska for three-pointers made. Uh, they acted like they didn't know Nance could shoot. He's shooting 40% on the year. He was wide open several times. Um, so it's just it's frustrating. I thought this was probably Nebraska's best chance for a win, uh, and maybe that's saying something considering they got blown up by this team uh, already at home. But it, it's a tough schedule. It's a tough grind in, in the Big Ten. But I think that this is – I mean, this is what – this is what just happened to Nebraska against Maryland. Nebraska is the get-right game. And Northwestern, coming off of three losses, including to Minnesota, uh, their previous game, they got right against Nebraska. So it, it's uh, it's not good. Not a good look. All right, let's make sure. Did Carter leave? You got to make sure that they, the uh, YouTube is launched and the Facebook is launched. Make sure oh, here we actually, go. Yeah, let's make sure we actually bring that in. All right, Strick's also in now. Okay, let's bring him in. Husker Hall of Famer. Eric Strickland, Strick, buddy, what'd you see? We got him or no? I think so. He's smart. Let's see. Here he goes. Um, I got to a slow start. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, we hear Yeah, we hear Yeah, we hear Yeah, we hear All right, we'll, we'll get that fixed. We're working on, uh, on a bug there. Yeah, that's the double. We got to close a couple of uh, windows on that one. So if you can do that. Sit tight, Strick. Um, we'll get to you. Um, let's. I'll start with the numbers until we get the Strick situation covered. Uh, the Huskers shoot forty-one percent to Nebraska uh, to Northwestern's fifty. Twenty-nine uh, percent from three to Northwestern's forty-one. Uh, Eighty-three from the free throw line. Uh, Nebraska did a thing. They won the rebounding battle in a Big Ten basketball game, thirty-five thirty-one, and that's important. But they never held the lead. 
Uh, the largest lead of the game uh, was 21 points by Northwestern at uh, 68 to 47. Um, that was with seven minutes left. Nebraska made a quick run and got it down uh, a little bit down to nine, but couldn't get over the hump and couldn't make the thing happen. 20 assists for Northwestern on on their uh, 30 bu- buckets. Uh, 16 assists for Nebraska in on their 24 made baskets. 15 turnovers for the Huskers to 12 uh, for Northwestern. And then on corp- uh, the, the fast break points, 18 points on the fast break for Nebraska, 10 from Northwestern. Points in the paint, Nebraska was plus four. Uh, personal fouls, they were, they, were, they were plus four. Second chance points, they were even. There were opportunities, but the number that jumps, right, as, as, as simple as it is, the 13, okay, okay, we got them in, that's good. Uh, 13 threes to Nebraska, seven. That's your difference maker as we go. Strick, bro, let's bring you in. What would you see, man? I mean, yeah, you pretty much said it. You try to look at the stats and try to figure out what happened. How are they down 20? Um, It it seemed like it was a late push that got them back into it. Uh, But some things I saw early was obviously the slow start. Um, They just can't seem to get a good start on uh, on the road yet. Uh, They have it in in very minuscule times that that's happened, but um, I saw Fred do something a little bit early that I think kind of helped this game not to be way worse than what it was, and that was to put the starters on the bench when there wasn't the same type of energy that was being matched when it when when it didn't look like they were getting anything done. There was turnovers all over the place uh, early. Um, just just things was kind of hectic and helter skelter. And uh, the, the even though the, the bench guys didn't really get anything going, so to speak, their energy is what kept them in the game. So then when, he, when the starters returned, that's when the runs was made because the starters began to take the energy that the, the bench players had brought and they interject that into the game, ends up getting it under uh, into single digits. Uh, just couldn't couldn't finish it off. Uh, then another run goes and, and it stays in that 14 to 18 range until late. So um, just just like you said, there was opportunities. There was opportunities there. Um, there were some good shots. There was some, some bad shots. It was, I would say, early on, it was very no ball movement. Very you know one on one opportunities again. Um, then when you try to make the pass, the pass weren't on point. They weren't on target, so there were turnovers or there were just uh, some bad misses because guys were just at that point just kind of trying to get one. Uh, that that changed. At one point, they were just they were making great cuts, hard cuts, um, getting good layups, um, taking advantage of opportunities uh, on the break. Got back in it. But I think what signifies there was a three instances that signify how the game was gonna conclude in my mind. Uh, there was a rebound offensively for Northwestern. It was kicked out to the corner for a three. That was a major play because they were kind of making a run there, and that kind of thwarted that run and pushed the lead back up. I think to like maybe a twelve or thirteen. Um, another in the second half where there was a switch situation. I think Nance or or the other big man got a rebound 
he misses it, but Nebraska's still looking. You, it doesn't matter if a guy looks like he's in a layup or not. You always got to be ready to put a body on him, move him, or jump with him for tip. You, you, you can't stay flat-footed because he quick jumped you, retained the ball, and tipped it in. That's a crucial play in the game also because when you're making a run. And then last was even though they retained the ball, what showed me something is that they had maybe two or three guys in the mix. Bryce was kind of on the outside. Lat was in the middle. And they're one of their best players hits the floor face first from outside the paint. That shows me the difference on a team that wanted it and a team that's going to come up short because those are the type of things that show you what it means. And they just executed better when it was time to execute. Yes. They turned the ball over late that yes, they did that in Nebraska kudos to them. But those are the things, the execution at times that pushed the lead. And then when Nebraska made the run, they didn't fold. They continued to execute and they got good shots. And, 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 and tonight it wasn't Bowie, but it was Nance. Nance, Nance went nuts tonight. 402-464-5685. Starter him and text line. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Of course, you've got Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch that you can engage as well. Um, and we understand from a fan base perspective, like there's, it, you're frustrated. Everybody that, that is talking about Husker basketball, for the most part, are supporting the team and want the team to do well. You can also support the team and still say this isn't good enough. And that's not a, a slight to anybody. So I'll ask Strick, um, where are you with the team? Is, is there is 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 this? And I know it's a vague question, but is this fixable over a five game stretch? There's a saying that says, um, "Play, replay, repeat." That's what it seems like I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of the same types of things that doesn't help me to say that there's a drastic turnaround. Here's what's crazy. It's it, it's what you said, right? You look at those stats and there's no way you say that that's a 10-point win. Right. So yeah. there's got to be some things within the confines of the court and in the game that makes it where it just doesn't look like there it's going to change because it's some of the same stuff it's it's IQ-ish type stuff it's driving to the lane and overdriving i saw Trey do it tonight i saw uh, verge i saw you know Bryce they're not getting calls it's because they're diving, they're diving into, um, you know, the lane type of things, and those those refs are just not calling it, and so that's that's telling me that you're not seeing the next thing. And when they did it, they got great shots. They found Kobe a couple times. I think Wilcher in the corner. When when they do it, they do it good. It's just, I would like to see more continuation of the good stuff that they do and they can do. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm finding it hard because I'm seeing a lot of just the continuations of the same thing. I would hope that there could be a change. If you're going to do it 
you do it against the team. Well, this this same team got blew out by almost 20 to Minnesota. You did Minnesota in, right? Mm -hmm. So this is a game that you feel you can get. And I just um, I'm, I'm I'm hoping to just see. It's tough to go from this to that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, if I can, I can, I don't know if I. It's tough to do that in in such a short span. You 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 want to kind of see some progressions in in that right way. I don't know if there's enough time to make the progressions needed to make it. You know beautiful and glorious um the only way you can do it is just by playing hard and i'm talking about when you get on the plane or you go to your room you don't want to do nothing else you don't want to go to no bar you don't want to go to no you know student union for the kappa party or the you know uh xo party the sigma chi you don't want to do none of that you want to just go to that room get you something to eat and hit the bed. That's how tired you want to be if you're going to try to make this thing salvageable. And and then get ready to go to class or go back to work the next day. That's how I would feel and I would need to see the rest of the season where they're literally barely walking off the court. They're so tired because they spent everything. There's nothing left in the tank. Yeah, th- this is um, – I, I, I ran into Derek Walker at a women's game and – his whole body language had changed since the beginning of the season. His whole persona has changed in that this thing, he's carrying a huge burden, right? Um, talk to the guys before the Maryland game. Same thing as you can see that it's weighing on. I think they care. Like, as a matter of fact, I know they care. But I think for me, the thing I want to ask you, Chris uh, Strick, is whether changing the lineup and rotation – because it could just be chemistry, right? My, uh, the amount of minutes that certain players play together. On the broadcast, they talked about, well, maybe it should be Kobe and Verge together playing because it, it forces teams to defend them differently. Is there a lineup in your head that could change the direction and location of this program? Well... I mean, I think this is one of Latman's best games mm-hmm. in a, in a in a minute. Um I still I listen, I averaged 5 rebounds a game as a as a guard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um had double figure games multiple times as a guard. So for me, there's no way that Lat Mayan in 20 plus minutes should only have two rebounds. So if that's going to be the case, then I might look somewhere else. Um, and I would put that onus on them. I may look to a wheelchair. Um, maybe I would, I would switch that out. Maybe I would switch and go maybe, um, I would do maybe a, a, a four, a four small with, with, um, um, Either Kobe or CJ with, with, with big with big fella. Oh, without Eduardo. Um, with a, no, with um, Derek. Derek. Okay. All right. Okay. So I I, I may go I may go um, Webster Verge, um, Wilcher, 
um, McGowan, Bryce, and and then um, Walker. Just I would I would probably go with some of that because I think C.J. Wilcher, if he can get into a rhythm early without the inconsistencies, I think he can probably find a stroke. He's a little bit more aggressive. I think both at attacking the basket as well as, you know, in, in a spot up situation. So I would maybe do that to see what that looks like. And then you maybe bring man and, and, uh, you know, I, I like how hard Tamanaga's playing because he's at least all, he's going to be all over the place and I can appreciate that. So I, I don't know why his minutes are down, but I, I would definitely increase his minutes. Um, Bryce is, he's shooting 20 some percent from three. I, I think he's short. He's short on everything. I, he he needs to get in the weight room because his, with the minutes he's playing, he, he doesn't shoot. And I talked about that from before about his, his stance. Mm-hmm. He's very upright. So when he's at range, his stuff is always going to be short. Every time he shoots, I know it's short because he, he, he doesn't shoot from peak and it's something I would, you know, if I was around, I'd work with him on. He, he, he shoots, he holds the ball too long and he's kind of shooting on the way down and he's always short, especially from range off the dribble, the same thing. So except for early, early, it looks good, but, but late. So that's kind of, I guess, DP, that's the, that's the pathway I would maybe try you've got to switch it up i mean you you you're beating your head against the wall right now you're you're going insane with with the sticking with the same lineup and you're you haven't gotten anything out of it so you've got to do something and i definitely would probably interject it that way i, I was curious. i'll take verge off the ball i'm sorry take verge off the ball you can put him on the wing Kobe. put him on the wing let him let him catch and dive yeah. right we, we understand and push they've got to stop dribbling dp like what happens too is they drip they they get it we, when we were there, we never, that ball didn't touch the freaking ground. It was bam, bam, run, probe, kick. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't, I'm dribbling up and then I'm going to see if I can get into mine and then I'm there and then maybe pass it. You see a lot of that. I mean, there could have been more turnovers tonight because they had that jump in the air and I'm like, that deer in headlights, like, oh no, there's nowhere for me to go. Oh, let me try to throw it back out there. Well, because nobody and, could – they could they could get – they could run basic Loyola-Marymount Loyola transition, not put the ball on the floor. But it's going to require that those wing twos and threes be a threat and hit the, some of those wing shots that are going to be open. Yeah, I know. I'm saying to attack. Yeah, like – You know, you know but, but, but they're better – they're better in a drive. You can see they hit more shots in a drive – and in a kick mode with an extra pass, they missed a couple tonight, but they're better at it when they do it that way. But it's when they when they're late clock or they're they're not expecting it because they're kind of getting it after you know somebody's and drove to the basket three or four times and they ain't kicking it, so they're not really ready to shoot. I can see that most. From DP are not ready to Man, shoot. Man, they They're all not... catch at the groin level. What is like? I don't even understand that. Yes, yes. Like, how are you catching? Yes. Like, we know after watching Lat for two plus years that when Lat catches at the numbers, his shooting percentage yes. is off the charts because it's he's a long gangly player. 
So the less he has to move, the more efficient his shot is. So when he catches right. below the waist, he has to unfold into a shot. It takes him longer. They close yeah. out. He pulls it down. Yeah. Now they're in his space, and then he tries to put it on the floor around him. He's really good yeah. putting it on the floor when there's no ball pressure. When there's ball pressure, he's terrible at it. So I don't understand. And then here's another thing. Let me go ahead and say it while I'm in the mood. Derek Walker should never play a game ever, ever, ever where he only takes one shot. Now, I just don't, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. He he took one shot in 31 minutes, and then Eduardo Andre played five minutes and didn't shoot a shot. Now, listen, the easiest way to defend perimeter is to know that there's no internal threat. I don't know. That's right. simple things. Base, we learn it early. We learn it early. Hey, shooting percentages go down. The, clo- the farther away you are, the tougher the shot. So, the easy shots, they took one internal shot from the big man position tonight. One in 36 minutes. Guess what? Northwestern, it's much easier to defend when you know where they're going to be. They knew where you were going to be, and my apologies in advance because that's just not good enough. Um, (laughs) One shot. Look, he rebounded his tail off. He fought defensively. Uh, Mm -hmm. I do want to shout out. I mean, look. We've talked about rebounding. We talked about them putting a focus on rebounding. They won the rebounding battle. Like, you got 10 rebounds from Bryce McGowan. 10. 10 from Derek Walker. Right? But then it doesn't make sense to me that if Bryce McGowan can find his way to 10 rebounds, how in the world is Lat only getting two rebounds? How is that That even possible? How it is even possible? And then in transition, look, open it up. You got a road runner. Why are you asking him to act like he's 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 a turtle's not to hair? Why are you telling Verge to walk the ball up? I don't want it. I don't want to see it. I don't need it. Okay, I'll apologize to the coaching staff later. But man, oh man, uh, I and and I'm not saying it was purposeful. What I'm saying is, here's the result, and this is where the frustration comes. Strick, get me. Am I wrong? Please, please, please. No, nah, no, you're 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 not wrong at all. And and here's the crazy thing about it, right? They ran sets where the screen was – you knew where he was going to. And it was like they they looked at him and couldn't pull the trigger. It's like their their post-feed game is is horrid. It's like they – either they're, they're, they're trying to hold it and then they start doing this. Come here. Yeah. Or it, it's like he gets to the spot. He's got the hand. You've got to feed him when he's on his way. You can't let Derek get set. And then the guy starts to reposition and then try to figure out how to pass it to him. You've got to, as he's going to the spot, you've got to lead him to the ball, let him go get it, let him work. They they wait too long. They wait too long to try to feed him in the post, and then it closes down. It shuts down. Um, I, will, I will give kudos. Northwestern, Collins, and that crew, they did. They had a wonderful game plan. It was like... They they knew what they were gonna do. They didn't allow Verge to to get downhill as much. Yes, it happened a few times, but for the most part, they did a good job on Bryce. They did a great job on Trey. All of those penetrations and those things there were challenged, mm-hmm. and they didn't just allow them to get downhill. So I give kudos to them doing that. Um, I thought the game plan was fine, but you know, they just, they just worked it out, but you're absolutely right. DP, you're on point with what you said. I mean, you're, you're, you're definitely not off of it. No, on that. No I, I was trying to mind my business. 
But, you know, uh, I'm here showing up just like you are. Box shows up. Uh, the listeners show up. Uh, the fan base that says they don't show up, they show up. Uh, the fans that sh- still say they show up, they show up. Everybody's showing up, waiting for, hoping for, praying for this team to turn a corner and figure out some way to be more productive, more effective. It is not uh, being less than to say that you want better for this team because they want better, we want better. We all want the same thing for this program, for this team, and for this community. We're all saying it. The reality is they fought to the finish. It wasn't good enough. It's another loss. Uh, look, you can't even begin to look forward because I was next, and the last time they saw them, that matchup didn't go well at all. So those are the things we have to talk about. Bach will jump in here uh, after the break and break down. Let's break it down, man. I mean, look, they, they, they did some good things. They did some good things. You won the rebound battle, which is reason enough for me to throw confetti in the air. Like, I'm going to throw some confetti because everybody said they're never going to. Well, they won the rebounding game. They made sacrifices to do it, right? They made sacrifices to do it. Understand the transition game is effective. If you say, look, I'm going to send forward to the boards instead of you running out, you're going to sacrifice some some transition points. Proud of Bryce for that. That's huge. Right, right, right. So Derek gave you 10 on the boards. Uh, Trey defended well on the wing. We understood it. Verge with four steals. Like, you got some things. You just didn't get enough things. Again. And that's okay. So, with order to break more. The 937 Ticket Post Game Show, Huskers Fall 7765. We'll be right back. Back to the Tickets Basketball Post Game Show, featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine year NBA vet Eric Strickland on 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. Welcome back, Ticket Post Game Show, Northwestern 77, Nebraska 65. Uh, there were opportunities missed, wasted. Strick, Bach now joins us. Bach, you in? You ready? I think so. Is there, ready? Is there no echo in this Okay. Time? Hey, Bach, Bach, <laughs> lock and load the chamber and let her rip. What'd you see? <laughs> Well, I, I, again, I, I do think that there's there's something to the fact that they came back in this game. I'll say this again, like it was kind of with Maryland. Maryland was on pace to score 100 last night, or the last game out. They started playing not to lose, up 15 for some reason. Northwestern did the same thing. Uh, I don't know if that's the best strategy. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it at some point. Um, but uh, it, it kind of allowed Nebraska to get in. They had to do the dirty work to, to get back in themselves. Like we've been saying, there, there's positives in this game. Derek Walker Five assists to go along with those ten rebounds, including including a very pretty one on a cut from Kobe Webster, um, who played his probably best game since the Creighton game. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that there's some positives to take out of it. Unfortunately, when you're seven and twenty and one and fifteen in conference play, you know you're toward the back end of the of the season. Uh, you know, small strides made are not going to make up for too much at this point. So um, I understand the frustration, um, not just from the fan base, but certainly from in that, within that locker room. They all expected better. They all wanted to do better than things have, have wound up this year. Um, you just hope that they can keep it a little bit closer. I mean, it's the same, it's the same 
thing we talk about every every game, right? It's and it's tough for anybody to play a forty minute game. You're in, in a basketball is a game of, of of kind of runs and and waves there, but it, it just it seems to be a lot more difficult for this team to kind of put it together and play that game. And, and more than anything, just very disappointed by the defense. Uh, we could talk about offensive shot selection and 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 lack of movement there, but the defense has been the, the problem all year round, all year long, uh, partially because of the pace of play that they run. I think that maybe. At some point, they probably should have identified it. Now, it kind of goes against what some things you guys are saying, which is push at times, and, and at times I think you should. But I think that there, there's other times where, I mean, if you, if you don't have the shooters um, to try to outscore everybody, and, and you should have probably have identified it by now. I know at practice they were hitting shots early in the in the non-con or early in the season, but by now you should know that this is not the team that you probably want to try to, to win 92 to, to 85 with. Um, I think that there could be an option to kind of slow it down as well at times, but it sometimes it depends on the matchup. Um, I just, I think that I was very disappointed um, by the open shot selection that was there again for Northwestern. It's not a happenstance. They can hit 13 threes on Nebraska and, and many of them wide open. Once again, it's just kind of identifying Nance tonight. Nance has been shooting 40% on the year from three, yet he, he doesn't have a defender within six feet of him when he's taking them. I, I I looked at it sideways because I kept the things and, and strict. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but defensively, depending on the matchup, you're going to defend front of the rim, middle of the floor. You allow nothing to cross your face, close out at an angle so you have leverage one way. What you take away something. Strict. Are those we, are we, those we fair? Close out for baseline. Right. Yeah, yeah you're right, DP. You, you close out to the high side, no middle drives, because that's the whole breakdown of your defense. You can you can block it off if you let them go baseline. You're right. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, basic concepts that will work in the Big Ten that work against Nebraska. Right. Nebraska. As much as we thought they were a shooting team, they are a catch and drive team, and mm-hmm. with with the players that they have in that space. The Big Ten has figured out, especially when they're rolling well, that they need to clog the middle against Nebraska and take that away so that the pull-up game is off the lane, which is the toughest shot on the floor. That's the tough shot. Look, if I get to the elbow, you should be able to make it. If I get in the paint and do a pull-up, I should be able to make it. But if Mm -hmm. you get me off the paint in a pull-up, the percentage goes way down. And Nebraska mm-hmm. constantly defensively allows people into that space. The one sure, there are two surefire ways for three for players who play for me to be replaced. Strick, you ready? Walk me, walk me through, walk with it through me. One, you allow an off, an offensive rebound. Two, you swipe instead of dig. Mm-hmm. Simple, simple, simple. Third, mm-hmm. you la- allow a, cr- a pass across the face, across your face, across the middle of the defense. Look, if you can mm-hmm. swing around the perimeter, I'm cool, right? I'm cool with you putting that extra effort in. I, If you just <laughs> hit a corner three, falling off the floor, you know what? I'm going to clap for you as I head back down the floor. But basic things, especially the way Big Ten offenses run, 
is that you do not allow those three things to happen because the swipe puts him at the free throw line. It's going to happen all the yep. time. You end up in the bonus, and you end up giving up free points. Passes across the face means you weren't connected to the play defensively and you weren't connected to your, your teammates. And then the offensive rebounds mean, means that you didn't complete the possession. Like, you didn't mm-hmm. finish possession. And those are three things that we're talking about in game 26, 27. We're still that doing part. those things, right? So that part. H- how do we fix that, Strick? How do we fix it? So there's there's two parts to it. One is they don't let Nebraska do it. Anytime they get into the paint, they drive baseline. Nebraska players have yet to figure it out. If you could see my hands, they're straight out. Yep. They try to throw through lanes, as you just said, straight out. Mm-hmm. Right? Their passes are going here, and they're getting tipped, and they're getting stolen, and all of that. Your passing lanes have to be over shoulders or by knees. And they haven't figured it out yet. Kobe went baseline uh, tonight. He does the out-of-bounds to, to corner pass, throws it straight line to the body with open hands, and he gets stolen. Mm-hmm. They drive into the basket. They either throw it behind Walker on the rotation. Bryce made a good one earlier. He just he just missed it. And I think they missed Andre. He just was missed it. But there was like two instances where they were good. But most of the time they throw it so low it skips and it hits their knees or it goes behind them. And they, you can't make a big, big man turn on the middle of a roll unless he's special like David Robinson or somebody like that, or like Hakeem Olajuwon, you right. don't, you, you know, even Shaq, you don't do that too. You know what I'm saying? Shaq, you put it in his hands so he can do what he do. That's what I'm talking about. You, there, those things, those little things like that. Then you, you spoke about um, the rebound. Like you said, that's heart, that's effort, that's desire. And then you spoke about, what was the last one? Dig like stop putting people in yeah, the free okay. throw line. Yeah, good point. <laughs> so so here here's the thing about dig. Digs never come from top down. Right. You get body. You get body to side of the guy. Don't reach. Your guy. Dig. Don't reach. Like those. Dig up. You yep. dig up. You're not gonna get a call if you if you if you dig up. You're not you're not gonna get foul calls. You're more likely gonna get the ball. Yep. So either the ball is gonna come down to you. Or you're going to be able to knock it out going up. If you swipe down, referees are automatic in the mind. Is if you touch in any fashion, you're getting called. So those are the things that, like you said, that's just fundamental stuff. That's that. I don't know. Maybe I was just fundamentally taught different. I don't know. But well, well that's that's just old school fundamentals, right? Like I mean, like we we say, don't reach, young man. Dig. Like get your hand out of yeah. it. Look, if you're getting crossed over on a regular basis, that means your dig game is poor. That, that's literally what it means. Offhand takes away the dig, takes away the crossover. Yeah. Simple business. Yeah. I, I, it's it's learned early. Let's go to the the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Houston has been waiting. Houston, what's up? Hey, uh, not too much. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're making it through. What's 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 on your mind? Yeah. So uh, you know, I watch as many games as I can. I I listen to as many games as I can. And these uh, these last two Northwestern games are the only games that I haven't gotten to watch. Um, so I just wanted to run something by, uh, you know, we, we play Northwestern at home. We, we get blown out by what should have been 40. 
and then we go to Northwestern and we somehow, you know, come back and we lose by just 12, which is still not good. But what what would you guys say was the difference between, you know, getting blown out at home, whereas, you know, we had a respectable, somewhat respectable loss at Northwestern? Is it just the fact that we played them and we knew that what we were walking into coming into the night? Is there just more chemistry with the team? Is it coaching? What, what was the difference between the first time we played Northwestern and what was the difference uh, tonight? Okay. Um, like I said, I haven't gotten to see it. I just okay. gotten to listen to it. So we'll go through it. What you guys had okay. Thank you, Houston. Uh, Strick, you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. Couple of things. I'll give this coaching staff credit for doing two things tonight. One, they made a, a conscientious decision that we were going to change how you defended Boo Booey. Right? So you took away a thing that gave you harm and did you ill will the first time you played. Second uh, second adjustment that was made was that you sent additional bodies to the board so that there were fewer volatile transition possessions by Northwestern. Right? When you win the rebound game, you're taking away some of those possessions that get you in trouble. Now, you didn't do anything with them, which is a whole other thing, but to have two players – and double figures on the rebounding uh, uh, column was purposeful, a great adjustment, a, a rock-solid decision. Um, you got better performances from some guys off the, from Kobe off the bench. So those three things to me is why you were in this and had an opportunity. I still think shot distribution and rotation were things that need to be adjusted. Rick? Uh, so for me it was – as you said, a conscientious effort to when it could have got this game could have been that. So please don't 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 get it could have been as it was in Northwest. I mean, at home against Northwestern. Mm-hmm. But what happened was is Fred Hoiberg said, "Oh no, uh, all y'all come on, y'all sit over here for a little bit." Mm-hmm. And then is when it was when the the, the bench players then kind of did a few dumb things that he put the other guys in. They's like, Ooh, <laughs> let me go back in here and put some effort and and scrap. And that's how they was able to kind of make sure twenty didn't turn to thirty. That's one thing. The second thing was is that they continued to fight. So in a game of runs, they continue to hustle and grind. Whereas in the game against Northwestern, they laid down uh, like they was on Figueroa in uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. And if you know, you know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's what it was like. Yep. <laughs> they laid, yep. laid down and just gave up the goals. Yep. So that was the difference between tonight. They fought. They continued to scrap. They, they played actually to the end of the game as opposed to just uh, just like if, if, if you're a listener and you know anything about Digital Underground, the Humpty Humpty dance, mm-hmm. they let them in at home against Lincoln do what you like. Do what you like. Was, <laughs> it was just, do how you like. Digital Underground. Do, do how you, you like. like. Do, do what you like. Yeah. Do how you like. Uh, <laughs> where you like. Yeah. That, that all, was what was going on in that game. So All fair. I guess that's the best way I can explain it. All fair. Let's throw it to break. Come back one final time. Bach. Strick, the question for you is this. Tonight, Bryce McGowan breaks the all-time freshman scoring record, breaking David David Hoppin's school freshman mark. I'll ask you both what it means. What does it mean? Let's answer that when we come back. 
back to the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet Eric Strickland on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Final segment. Let's let's clear the chambers. Bryce McGowan sets the all-time freshman scoring record with 452. Passing Dave Hoppins 445 set in a record that's been for 40 years. 39 years. And he breaks it. And he's still got some games left. Strick, Bach, does it matter? Does the scoring record matter, and what does it say? Gentlemen? Go ahead, Bach. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think, um, unfortunately, the, just because of the record, I think it means a missed opportunity. You're not going to get a freshman to come in here. You know, it's pretty rare fight air he's in there with um, and do what he's been able to do. Um, so I, I think that's kind of the frustrating part of it. I'm also somewhat sad. It kind of goes back to the, you know, I, I guess a Stanley Morgan sort of conversation where you kind of rate him among the greats at Nebraska as far as wide receivers go, and you go, you know, he just doesn't have the, that moment that I kind of think of for his career that kind of puts him up, you know, the, you know, when a, a, an Irving Fryer had a big moment against the top. You know, I'm not comparing Stanley Morgan to Irving Fryer too much, but you get what I'm saying. Yep. And I think that's kind of the same thing with Bryce is, I mean, you can think of some dunks and stuff, but you just you don't have the upset victory over Michigan State where he hit a big shot at the end or something like that where you go, yeah, I remember that season. I think most of the time when you look back at this season, you're going to you're going to think, um, you know, he was he was the best player on on a, a, a team. Like I could say it a bad team. I'm not saying the, the players are bad. I'm saying the um, the record's not going to reflect very well, obviously, on this team historically. Strick. Yeah, I, I, I would. It, it's a it's a bad saver. Um, I, I've seen a bunch of good guys. I mean, I, I think you, you, you can look at guys like at one point uh, before they started winning, you know, you look at. Um, um, oh, shoot. Um, my my guy, um, Mello. You look at Mello at, at times, right? And and yeah, it was a bad team, but you just scored a lot of points. <laughs> so, right. So I mean, it's like you're you're it's counted on you to do that because it's just that's the way the the ball for. I, I could tell you if you come back and you repeat that and you put some wins in the column, that changes the whole scenario then that that record would be acknowledged if you leave on that record it's just you were you score a lot of points on a horrible team anybody can do that i mean that's the way people will start to look at it i still think it's significant though personally being a player and who has played i still think it's significant i think that's that's amazing you know to be able to come in and do that it could have been even better because um I mean, you're shooting 27% from three. Just think if some of those went down, <laughs> you know, um, you're getting to the free throw line. I, so those are good things. Five times a game. That's phenomenal. That's, that's top notch. That's solid. You're one of the top guys that is being referenced as far as scoring. You don't, you don't, you don't fit as freshman as a young player. 
you don't fit in that same level because they're they're having success. So they're leading a team uh, that's winning games, right? Yeah. So that's that's the only significance. That's why I truly believe he should come back. You 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 come back and you set the tone. You change the whole narrative that's out there on you, and you make the you make this thing right. And I'm not saying you've got to go to the top three of the Big Ten. I'm saying if you just move towards the middle of the pack, you change the whole narrative. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think it's significant. Yeah. It's uh, a couple of days, and uh, they get to exhale, take a deep breath, and then here come the Iowa Hawkeyes. Friday night, 8 p.m. on uh, on Fox. Well, give me one thing, Bach. What are, you, what are you praying for? Well, I would just got in the top 25. They destroyed Michigan State tonight. Um, if they have this three-point sort of defense and Jordan Bohannon gets going, it can get ugly. So um, Keegan Murray's going to be there. He's going to hopefully uh, hold him to less than 25 or whatever it was at halftime he had last yeah, yeah, time. whatever number. Yeah, um, yeah. so, I mean, just – Another opportunity to to get the big win. Strick, one thing. Yeah, just just scrap. You need 40, 40 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, leaving it on the leaving it all the gas out of the tank where you're empty. That's one. All right, brother Strick, appreciate you, man. Check you out on the block. See you tomorrow on the on the block, Bach. Yeah, appreciate it, Carter. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Fans, stay, stay, stay tall. Stand up. Put your chest down. Go Big Red.